Welcome to Connect, the weekly podcast of the California MBA, featuring one-on-one interviews with movers and shakers in the mortgage industry. I'm Susan Malazzo, CEO of the California MBA, and I'm very happy that you could join us today. Uh, we have a special guest and interviewer on today's episode because this is the Incelerate Takeover episode um, featuring John Irving with Change Mortgage and Josh Friend, CEO of Incelerate. So with that, Josh, I will turn it over to you. Great. Susan, thank you for uh, having us. And John, thanks for uh, being on. You know, first, just want to kind of give a little introduction. You know, I've known John for 20 some years. I think you have more mortgage experience than I do. Um, had a lot of success in this industry. So I think it'll be interesting to have this conversation today, not only about what Change Mortgage is doing, but just, you know, what is what have you seen in the last 20 years, what, you know, successful lenders are doing. So, John, thanks for, uh, for joining us. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Uh... Feels like we've done this before once or twice. It's always good to see you, and uh, I love talking about the business. So you had me at hello. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> great. I mean, so I think one thing to really um, uh, to start with is change mortgage. Um, you guys are dominating in the non-QM space, is from what I'm understanding. And you know, you guys have to have some innovative products there, and there's reasons why you have innovative products there, and you also serve. Uh, the underserved market. You know, I'd love to just hear a little bit about what Change is doing, how much you guys are growing, and and kind of what what do those products look like? Yeah, uh, I appreciate that. You know, I'll start by um, saying that Change is a community development financial institution. Uh, the acronym is CDFI, and um, we are a mission-based company. And as you alluded to, it is our mission uh, as an organization to help close the wealth gap. Uh, in America, and the prime primary way that we can do so is by um, advocating for and enabling home ownership opportunities uh, for everyone, uh, including underserved markets. We, as a CDFI, are specifically approved uh, for African Americans and and Hispanics, and um, what this has enabled us to do is create a unique set of products, I think, that addresses uh, the needs of those underserved markets, as well as a number of other um, non-target markets, uh, such as self-employed borrowers. So, you know, when you ask uh, why we're able to enjoy the success that we have and how we're able to grow, I would tell you that, you know, it's by staying focused on our mission and by enabling these uh, unique products to be sort of a jumping point uh, for us to help get people into homes. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I think I think maybe we'll elaborate on the unique products. I think that's something that you know, we've talked back in the past. It's a, you know about the people that it's a new economy and people are employed, have multiple jobs, self-employed. You know, and kind of what are you guys doing to you know how did you innovate in there that space and what is it that the product allows for? Yeah, um, you know, I was just uh, at, at a big national conference this last weekend and i had the opportunity to speak um as a panelist at that conference and one of the things that we discussed was how much the economy has changed uh really over the last five years 
10 years. And I joked with the audience saying that um, there exists this nomenclature that I was completely unfamiliar with uh, just a few years ago, and that is gig workers. What is a gig worker? Uh, a gig worker, simply put, are um, a lot of the very common services that we've all grown accustomed to, particularly through the pandemic. Uh, Uber drivers, DoorDash delivery folks, Instacart delivery folks, uh, seasonal workers. There are more and more industries that are innovating in a way to give people the opportunity to work when they want, how they want, with a lot more autonomy and flexibility uh, to be able to participate in the workforce. The downside to that is that the vast majority of these types of workers are considered independent contractors, which effectively makes them self-employed, uh, which is a much higher concentration nowadays than it was 10, 20, 30 years ago. And Unfortunately, a lot of the lending guides um, that dominate our space are guidelines that were written for those workers from 10, 20, 30 years ago. And so if you get a 1099, if you aren't a standard W-2 borrower, it is very difficult to find loans um, to qualify to purchase homes, to refinance homes, existing homes that you have, uh, so on and so forth. And so recognizing that a high percentage of these gig workers um, are, are, are in our target market, uh, we worked with our community advisory board to help come up with some solutions for that. Uh, the biggest one of which being what we call our community mortgage. The community mortgage is a unique loan in this marketplace that most other companies uh, don't have you have to be a CDFI in order to have this type of loan, but it doesn't require income documentation traditionally. Instead, we qualify people based on their credit worthiness, reserves, and the appraisal. Very simple. It's literally the simplest loan that you could ever do in the mortgage space. Uh, because what we have been able to determine over the last four years uh, of being in the space is that just because somebody's a gig worker um, doesn't mean that they're a bad credit risk. Uh, in fact, our loan performance is proving that these uh, borrowers actually perform better in a lot of instances than standard W2 uh, borrowers. That's awesome. I mean, I think that's a, you know, I, and it's, financial markets are usually very slow to adapt to these changes. You know, so I think it's a definitely a good market to serve and it's underserved. Um, you know, it's kind of a good point. You know, when I've always, you know, said in the mortgage industry, John, you've been in this industry for 20 something years. We're in a cycle right now where people are, you know, downsizing. We have some lenders that are growing. Some are, you know, there's all difference in the marketplace, but it wasn't as easy as it was the last two years. So it becomes a mental, I tell people it's a mental game. You have to like stick your head into it and realize that there's a lot of production out there. And I think unique products like this, Really, I think if you're you're a lender, you really have to understand. Like you know, last year you talked to 100 customers, 70 of them qualified for a conventional loan. They all wanted to say yes to you, right? 30 that didn't qualify for a conventional loan, maybe 10 of them qualified for 
a loan like this, but you didn't know it, didn't want to spend time learning it, you didn't want to sell it, so you just lost that business. You never got that business, right? So, I mean, I, for me, you know, do you have any tips like that? I mean, I'm saying that if you're in this space, you should definitely understand loans and programs like this because you you need to capture all your business. You know, what you know what what have you seen over the years? What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, listen, you are spot on, Josh. Um, the reality is is that in 2020, uh, post-COVID, uh, you know, once the pandemic started and kind of was uh, two months in, up until, you know, really Q1 of this year, uh, we saw a mortgage wave that we haven't seen since the early 2000s. Business was literally just falling out of the sky uh, for most people. Refinances, rates were at all-time lows. People were in their home with nothing else to do. Uh, and so they figure why not refinance their house and get the two and a half percent interest rate that was available to them at that time. Um, those days are gone. Those days are long gone. We've seen uh, interest rates rise uh, faster than they have in, in modern history. Um, credit spreads continue to widen out uh, and it, the business has gotten increasingly difficult. Uh, so difficult that I've actually heard a lot of people say that uh, they feel like times now are more difficult than they were even back uh, during the 2007-2008 market crash. Um, because I think that uh, the general consumer uh, is not, hasn't caught up to the fact that the markets move so quickly. And so there's still an expectation that rates are going to be, you know, three, four, five percent. When the reality is that, you know, Fannie's what just hit a 16 year high of like, I don't remember what it is, seven and a half percent or something like yep. that. Aside from that, refinance volume is off over 80% in the industry. And so the only loans to be had are purchase loans or genuine need cash out refinances. And that means you were, like I said, you were right on the money when you said you have to go and find the customers. You now have to actually be able to identify need and then service that need. And with rates rising, it's more and more difficult for people to be able to qualify for loans uh, just from a pure affordability uh, standpoint or DPI. Um, and so having a broader product suite uh, at your disposal, if you're a loan officer or a broker, um, gives you a leg up. We call it an unfair advantage internally here. Um, it gives you an unfair advantage by having a broad suite of products so you can help that customer when you are able to identify their needs. And so, you know, if you are a broker um, or a loan officer uh, at a company that isn't approved with change, I would highly recommend uh, that you give us a call or check it out because uh, you need everything, every arrow in your quiver nowadays in order to be able to survive this market. Yeah, no, that's, that's absolutely right. And I think that those loan officers, those lenders, um, you know, I was a loan officer years and years ago. And uh, one thing that made me, you know, I averaged, you know, you know I, I'm still pretty proud of this. When I stopped being a loan officer in 2002, I was averaging 44 loans a month I was funding. Wow. So I think that's even today's time, that's a good number. And, you know, so I've always, and I've always been around production. But one of the things was, you know, back then there was tons of programs. 2002, there was, you know, all kinds of state income, no ratio, reduced stock, 12 mat. And then you had your FHA, VA, 203, you had all these loans. And I was just a student of the game and I learned all the guidelines. 
So when I talked to a customer, I was able to, hey, if you're going to get a loan, if there was a program that you could get you into a house, I was going to tell you and I was going to figure out what that was. So then I opened up the market. Then also, if you're a loan officer, lender out there, if you do that well, you're going to get more purchase business because those real estate agents are going to want to bring you customers that you can get deals done on that other people aren't. Right? It's a great way for people to you know, really gain that business and that kind of competitive edge. And then lastly, you know, John, I know that in your career, you've trained, managed loan officers, uh, underwrite processors, run production and so forth. But one thing that, you know, that I, I'm trying to talk to a lot about now is loan officers, you know, you know, any kind of message that you would have for them right now in the marketplace as far as what they should be focusing on. For me, it's you have to focus in on still going to be $2 trillion in business this year. It's going to be $2 trillion in business next year. How do I get my part of that $2 trillion? Any any parting thoughts or you know any loan officers out there what they should be thinking about? Listen, I, I am going to give you a shameless plug, um, and it's not just because I like you and uh, uh, we've known each other for a long time. I say it uh, you know genuinely for loan officers and originators out there. The best way that you are going to be able to continue to find success even in change challenging marketplace is to engage and stay in front of your customers. And if you're a high producing originator, like you were back in the day, uh, Josh, it's literally impossible to stay in front of everybody all the time manually. You've got to have technology support those needs. Thankfully, this industry is starting to embrace technology in a way that it hasn't um, in, in previous uh, times when you and I were originating. And that's one of the reasons why uh, we are going full bore within Celerate because uh, it's a CRM system that allows us to behaviorally stay in front of our clients at all times with appropriate messaging. Uh, we can respond very quickly to their, their needs. Um, we can set up systems to have things automatically happen for us. So I don't have, my originators uh, don't have to think about it. Um, the system actually thinks for them. And so I think that having a plethora of products, um, having knowledge, you know, you touched on that. Uh, you know, we are financial uh, advisors to the largest single transaction for 99.9% of America in their home. And so having the knowledge to give people the comfort that you are the expert in the space uh, and then technology to support that. I think the myriad of those three things married together are really what uh, can make someone successful um, in this market. No, I appreciate you saying that. That is a good point. It's being success. It's how do you repeatable outcomes? How do you automate as much as that as possible? So it's not relying on a human to do all those tasks. Because as good as, you know, I remember saying I was a loan officer, as good as I was, as diligent I was, I never followed up with everybody. It's just no way. I mean, I still. So it's not possible. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't happen. So having systems to do this, what's going to be, I think, the driver, you know, the differentiator as and in the years to come, right? Staying in front of those customers. So, John, listen, I greatly appreciate you coming on here. Um, for all those out there that are listening, I would greatly encourage you to check out Change Mortgage, see what the products are, because it really, you know, as John says, can give you an unfair uh, uh, competitive advantage. And it really will help you. Not only can you serve and grow your business, but you're able to serve an underserved market in ways you weren't able to uh, in the past. So, uh, Susan, thanks again for having us on here, and uh, everyone have a great day. Yeah, Josh, Susan, thank you so much. Uh, I always love 
uh, coming on, and uh, I'm a big supporter of uh, the CMDA. And so, um, you know, I'm hoping that we get to do this again sometime soon. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, John, for being a guest on the podcast. And Josh Friend, CEO of Incelerate, thank you for uh, hosting today and certainly for Incelerate's uh, sponsorship for the Connect podcast this year. We greatly appreciate your support. Thanks to all of you for joining us today on Connect. If to access any of our past episodes, you can follow us on our YouTube channel. We're also available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. That's it for this week, and we'll see you next time on Connect. Yeah.